Psalms 46. Let me read verses 1 through. I'm going to go all the way to 11. I don't know how far I'm going to get today. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake and the swelling thereof, Selah. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early, the heathen raged and the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease until the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear asunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us and the God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. That's an that's a interesting, interesting scripture. Let's pray. Precious Lord, thank you this morning for the word of God. Thank you for, for strength found in it, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for reassurance, letting us know that God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 People, people are living in, in absolute fear. Now, I talk to people, and, 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 and rarely you're going to get a conversation about the things of God. People are so caught up with what's going on in this world, they're living in fear. You know, fear, fear is a powerful emotion, okay? Fear is a powerful emotion. I believe that the enemy wants the people of God to live in fear. Now, I'm not saying we ought not live. I'm not saying we ought not be paying attention because the word of God would, would, would disqualify that. Because the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, for we are to what? Be sober and vigilant. Why? For your adversary, the devil, walketh about like a roaring lion. But there's no fear in that. There's no fear in you being sober and you paying attention. Okay, and you being vigilant. Vigilant means vigilant means just paying attention to everything. Watching who 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 you allow to come around you and your family and your loved ones. We ought to pay attention to if folks come in that we that we don't know and, and visit the church, whether it's on Wednesday night or Sunday morning, we are still ought to pay attention. Amen. Okay? We live in that kind of world. But we ought not live in fear. The psalmist, the psalmist David, now he's already in verse four, in, in, 40, in his 46th psalm, he's been through some things. He's written Psalms 23, and he's been through some things in his life, and he's learned to do what? Depend on God. 
He's learned to depend on God. And he's writing this, and he's writing this psalm. This psalm is being written. He said, God is our refuge and strength and a very present help. I'm going to go verse by verse through this. But three things, three things he's, he's identifying are to be the reasons why we as the people of God should not live in fear or even doubt. Okay? He's saying God is our refuge, a, a, a place of safety, a place, a place that, that, that Satan cannot come in and just overcome. Somebody said it's impregnable. It's like a garrison. Okay? And it ought to be a delightful place. It ought to be a place where you go where, where you enjoy yourself. And one of the reasons we enjoy ourselves in church is because it's, it's, it's a place where folks who, who we love and who think and, and believe like we do gather together. That ought to bring you, that ought to bring you some peace. And he says, he says, not only is God our refuge, he says he's our strength. He says he is our strength. What do you mean? He's our power. Okay. He's our strength. We can't, we can't, we can't operate on our own strength. Think about some of the, some of the, some of the tasks that we, that we try to do and we, and we would try to do on our own strength. I thank God for Jake praying and Deacon Jeremy when, when they pray for me, they pray that God will give me the strength. You can't, you can't do ministry on your own strength. Okay. I mean, you, you can't, you really, you can't even be a good husband or a good father or a good wife on your own strength. You can't. We need God's strength. And this psalm is saying, not only is God our refuge, he is our strength. He's our strength. He, he's, he's not only the, the keeper of the place of, of safety for us, but he is the strength that's found in it. We come here for strength. I don't know about anybody else. You know, I, I, I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of people have turned away from church because they, they've decided to do life on their own strength. Okay, this, listen, listen, let me give you a couple verses. Look at Proverbs 18. Watch what it says in verse 10. He said that let the, na- the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Watch this. In the righteous. Folks that are right with God. Folks that know God as their personal savior. People that know God as, as the God of the universe, as the righteous, runneth into it and is safe. And is safe. It's a safe place. And people, people, you hear people, ah, church, church, church. You don't need to go to church to be saved. You don't need to be a church to go to be a Christian. Where, where, where are you going to go? On? Where are you going to go? Uh-huh. Where are you going to go? Okay. Psalms 445 and 18. A couple of verses. This is, this, is, this is fairly long, but I think it speaks, I think it speaks to, to, to the world we live in today. Okay. He said, the Lord is near unto all them that call upon him and to all that call upon him in truth. Now, just to dissect that verse again, he says, the Lord is near unto all that call upon him and to all that call upon him in truth. See, there's a way that you have to call upon the Lord. You know, some some folks are awake. They had nothing to do with the Lord. 
And I was saying this morning, you know, you go down there in Texas where the, where the, where the mass, mass shooting was. And, and that school, like most public schools in this country, damn, you, you, you can't pray there. You can't wear a Jesus shirt there. You can't, you, can't, you can't even pray at a commencement celebration at most of these schools. You can't even talk about Jesus. You, and, and now everybody wants just pray for the schools. Watch this verse. He will fulfill the desire of him that fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. And the Lord preserveth all them that love him. But the, all the wicked will he destroy. How about that? God's, God, God's not happy with the craziness of being rejected by a fallen world. It is one thing to be rejected, but to be rejected by a fallen world, I've heard, I heard it mentioned this morning just in prayer. You know, we, we've just turned our back on the things of God. Amen. And we turn our backs on the things of God till when? Uh-huh. Until we need them. Until we need them. This, this, this psalmist says, this psalmist says, because the, the God is my refuge and, and he is my strength and, 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 and he is a very present herb. He, he says, I will not fear. You know, I, I believe it's a, I believe it's a sin to fear what's going on in this world when you are a child of God. Now, I'm not saying we ought to be, be concerned and we ought not be paying attention. We ought to be paying attention, but to live and Object, fear, scared to go to church. Why? People say, no, I want to, I'm not going back to church. Why? That's, that's, that's interesting to me. This is, a, this is a place of refuge. This is a place of, of, of delight and retreat. God is our strength. We come, we come here, we come here to get strength. The preaching of the word of God, I don't care how good the choir is. I don't care how good the praying is. The preaching of the word of God is the most important thing. It is the most important thing to hear God's word preached. It's important to how we how we live our lives. God is our help. And the Bible says he's ever near and, and meaning he's faithful. But you can't, it's hard for me, it's hard to convince me that you are, that you care about the things of God. Mm-hmm. When you don't care about God's house. Amen. When you don't care about hearing God's word. I, I, I mentioned, I was talking to somebody this week, God, the, the, church isn't on inter, on, the church isn't on the internet, okay? See, when you're when you watching church on the internet, you, you, can, you can just flip it around. You can be doing a hundred other things. You really, you really, it's hard to get focused when you're watching TV church. Amen. Okay. Because you can, you, your mind can go a hundred places. Okay. You need to sit under the word of God. I think that's important. I think, I think that's the statement he's saying here. It's a, it is the place of refuge. It's a place where you want to come and hear the word of God. Because if you don't, if God is not, if he's not your place of refuge, if he's not your strength, guess what? Guess what? You, you can't say what verse 2 says. You can't say what verse 2 of Psalms 46 says. Watch what it says. He said, God is our refuge, verse number 1, and strength and a very present help in trouble. Present help. Me, God, ain't, God don't take vacations. 
Okay? He don't take days off. He don't take workman comp. He don't, none of that, none of that. God's not doing none of that. He's a very present help. And, 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 and this has to be established. Some of us know that. I know I do. I know God as a very present help. I've been in situations where I know, I say, God, I need your help and I need it right now. And I've seen God work in my life like that. Okay, I'm not talking about uh, something that I've imagined. I've seen God operate in my life instantly. When I had no, no words to say. No words to say. I don't, know what, I don't even know what to say in this situation. And God gives me more than enough to say. He gives me comforting words when I talk to families. I have no idea how to address this. Amen. Okay. Cindy asked me, Cindy asked me a couple months ago, maybe several months ago, and, and I was called to do the funeral of a six-month-old boy. And the family the church was just full of people, and everybody was crying, and, and everybody was giving testimony. And it was my turn to get up and talk and try to bring comfort to this family. And I had a... Okay? And Cindy said, I don't know, I said, I don't know how you do that. I said, I don't either. I don't either. It's God. It's God. Just fascinating to see God working in your life. And when you see when you see God working in your life in a fascinating way, it ought to make you want to walk closer with him. Okay. And if you can just walk away, you can just say, well, you know what? I don't need the things of God. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to sing no more. I don't need to pray no more. I don't need to send no church, no money no more. God hasn't done nothing for you. I always say that you know if if God has a if God if God is our refuge Satan 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 has fake refuges too, okay? Satan is a mocker. He's a copycat. So if the, if the psalmist say God is our refuge, Satan say I'm your refuge. If God says you know if the psalmist says God is my strength, Satan say I'm your strength. How many of us know people who get all their strength from Satan? Think about that. They, they, and, and, they, and they don't know it. They, they won't admit it. They won't say, I get all my strength from Satan. Because there's only two sources of strength. You're either getting your strength from the Lord or you're getting it from the devil. I mean, there's no middle ground. You know, y'all know I just cut it straight. So somebody said, well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm doing this. You know, I, you know I'm do, I, I, look what I've done. Look what I've done in my own strength. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He knows you. Somebody said. Somebody said. Hey, you know. You you gonna be a son. You gonna be his daughter forever. Look at verse two. I like this verse. Therefore, based on the fact that God is our refuge and strength in a very present hell, that's what this person can say. And this ought to. I hope all you can say it. I hope all you can say it. Therefore. Because God is my strength and my refuge and my present help in trouble, I've experienced God's mercy and grace and love and power. Therefore, will not we fear? That's not written wrong. That's just how the psalmist wrote it. Therefore, will not we fear? Who's the we? The we is the men and women of God who knows God as our refuge and strength. A very... Present help. And watch what he says. 
Now remember, this was written, remember the Sons of Corn, we studied the Sons of Corn in Sunday school a while ago. They, they were going to get, they got up in Moses' face and they said, you know, we, we, we don't like the way you're doing things. We're going to take over. And what did God do? He opened up the ground. He opened up the ground and, and the people of corn, the, the leaders of corn were consumed and the ground shut just like nothing ever happened. Sucked them right on down and said, y'all not going to get in the face of the man of God that I placed over him. Now, now watch, watch the writer. He's saying this, therefore, will not we fear? None to fear. When dangers come, when dangers come and, they, and they're strong, our faith should be stronger. Amen. When dangers come, and they will. And they will. And fears will come. Troubles will come. But guess what? Our faith ought to be able to stand the task. And if you're sitting here today or watching on Facebook or listening on Sermon Auto and you don't know how you're going to respond when adversity comes and trials come, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a condemnation of your faith. Okay? You're going to say, faith, you know, we got to hold up. We got to hold up. Because life ain't, life ain't, life is not promised us, God has not promised us a life of ease. Okay? Amen. And then pay attention. We don't like to do this. We don't like to do this. Pay attention. Everything can't move you. Okay? If, if, if your loved ones, friends, people you know, are using drugs, Sucking down alcohol, stand out one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, and you know, you know, they living like fools. Okay. Sooner or later, you know something bad gonna happen. Okay. If your 15-year-old, 16-year-old boy is 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 walking around with a pocket full of money, don't 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 close your eyes to it. Okay, I mean, I mean, I see here, and I, I, I watch this stuff. You know, here, twenty-one years old, got a brand new Mercedes Benz, no job. Okay, and 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 and, and, and people falling apart. Well, something happened. He got shot. Okay, if you got a loved one, if you if you got a loved one, let me ask you, if you got a loved one, and they say, you know what, mom. I'm a homosexual. Okay. Okay. No, I, I, I got family. I got family. They identify like that. Let me tell you something. It ain't got nothing to do with the word of God. Amen. It don't have nothing to do with the word of God. Amen. So if they, if they come up and say, you know, hey, uncle, you know, I got, I got HIV, AIDS. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you know somebody that's smoking, smoking since they were 15 years old, and they say, well, I got lung cancer. Dead. Now, I mean, okay. It is what it is. What am I getting at? See, we let, we let every, everything, everything just hammers us. I see people falling apart. Listen, this, the right was on the wall. The right was on the wall. I mean, you should, you should have been prepared for that a long time ago. And sometimes you got to get your heart ready. I mean, God gives us discernment. I was saying that about Blanche this morning. See, God gives you discernment. 
Therefore, I will not fear. Why? Because I got good sense. I can't fear everything. I can't worry. You can't worry about everything. I used to, we used to talk at the prison. You can't, you can't die over every, every hill. Every hill ain't worth dying over. Some things you just got to act like you don't see. You be fighting every day. The, 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 the woman, this woman of God here, or this man of God here said, God is my refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. I've seen God work in my life. Therefore, will we not fear, though the earth be removed and throw the, the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? Guess what? Though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. This is, this is a picture of a person's life, and, and Satan is just attacking it on every front. On every front. And this person knows the Lord. Remember the story? The parable that Jesus taught? He said, he said two people, both of them build houses. And one built his house on a rock. And the other built his house on sand. Okay? Two same houses. Beautiful houses. Beautiful homes. One man took the time to build his house on the rock. That rock represents Jesus Christ. And the other, the other one, guess what? Nobody knew he didn't build his house on a rock. It looked the same. Matter of fact, same builders. But the one builder said, well, you know, we can build it on sand. Cost you a lot less. Okay? It's going to look just like the neighbor over here who's digging that big old hole. And the guy said, I'll build it on sand. And then when the rain came and the winds blew, Okay, and down went that house. But the house that was built on a rock, the Bible said it withstood the test. It withstood the test. I guess the question is, can you withstand the test? Can you withstand the test? Will we not fear? Why? Why, won't, why wouldn't these folks fear? Because they were prepared. They were equipped. They were willing. They were trained. That's beautiful stuff to me. Because I, I, I just want to say, you know, one thing that drives me nuts is when I see people who tell me they're Christians just falling apart. Just falling apart over the littlest thing. No hope. No hope. Okay? And, and when the watching world see it, and the, and the world ain't watching you when things are going good, okay? I'm just telling you. I'm just telling mm -hmm. you. The world's not watching. They, okay, you're doing good. You're you working some overtime. You, you got some nice stuff. When, 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 and yeah, that's fine. And the world, they may get envious. They may be jealous. But they, they don't get, they don't, they're not watching that. Amen. They watch when God starts taking that stuff. When God starts touching that stuff. When God starts touching your, your body and your, and your life. Then now they watch it. Okay, now, me, now we'll see how what you're made of. How about that? Okay, we'll see what you're made of now. How you gonna hold up under pressure? This man said he wouldn't fear, but he knew why he wouldn't fear. Everything, everything sort of pulls back to verse number one because the Lord is my refuge and my strength and a very present help. Take all this stuff. Can you say like Job? Naked I came into this world. Naked shall I, I leave, okay? I will fear not. Here's David. Here's, a, here's, a, here's David again. Great song. Just trying to, trying to prepare the people. Get your people ready because I'm telling y'all. You know, I, I, I don't, I, y'all know I hate the term when somebody said they're a prophet. I would never say I'm a prophet. 
Okay, I think I think a person who says that they, they, that's that's just the worst thing a, a, a man or woman of God can say. I'm a prophet. I'm a prophetess. I think that's that's just horrific. Okay, but I know some things. I don't know everything. I tell Sid, I don't know everything, but I know a lot. Okay, we head into a dark place. Amen. We head into a dark place. These next four or five months going to be probably the worst you may see in America. Okay. And, and, and I don't know how the church is going to respond. I don't know how the people of God is going to respond. But a fearful people, but a fear, fearful people needs a strong church. This church has to be strong. Okay. David, David writing in Psalms 27, you know, I just want to Deacon Nell's favorite, favorite song. Certain, certain Psalms I go to, I think about Deacon Nell. This is one. He says, the Lord is my light and my life and my salvation. Here's our word. And whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He says, when the wicked, hear me, let me stop. I know it's, it's a beautiful song, but the, even when the wicked, we live in a wicked world. Think about, think about how wicked we, the world we live in right now. Yeah. We got wicked politicians. I mean, we, we, I mean, we celebrating right now in America. We celebrating June. June, we celebrating. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't even want to say it. Amen. But we celebrating. We celebrating LGBTQPEFG month. <laughs> I mean, we celebrating it. Uh, America is. I'm mean, they celebrating it. Okay. Even when the wicked, okay, even my enemies and foes, you know who your enemies and foes are? Folks that, folks that, that agree with that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, you, know what I, you know what I'm sick of? Preachers. Preachers apologizing. Preachers apologizing for standing on the word of God. Apologizing. Sad. Somebody, somebody calls spaghetti back preachers. They just, yeah, well, we, 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 we got to honor it. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. If you're listening, if your church is full, choir full of LGB folks, organ player LGB folk, it's false church. Amen. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be in here. I would love them. I would love them all to be sitting where y'all at, hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God, laying prosperous straight and saying, you know what? I repent from this evil lifestyle. But when we when they ministering. All right. When Margaret get up here and sing, she ministering. Now, if Margaret get up here and sing and I say, hmm, Margaret singing. And lesbian. No way. Amen. Let me stop. Where did I stop? They don't cut you off Facebook. You can't say that stuff on Facebook. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. David, David had divine protection. David had, David had what, what Job had, a hedge. 
a hedge around him. Let me tell you something. If you in here today and you call yourself a man of God or a woman of God and you don't feel like you got a hedge around you, you need to go on your knees and say, God, I need a hedge. I need a hedge. Jake need a hedge. So I want him to, he come in here, get up here and pray. I, you know why? Because I want to make sure he got it in him. Because I know he need a hedge. Can you? I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine having four young children bringing them up in this world today without a hedge. Amen. Folks taking they, well, they got a they got a new shot for kids five and under, and folks lining up to shoot their kids up with it. That's crazy. Now I'm really getting kicked off Facebook. <laughs> I send, I send Jake text. Don't you, you take them kids. Don't take them kids. Get that shot. Christine looking at me. You know, Christine know me. She sit here and listen to my pastor crazy. I am. I don't, I don't back away from that. I don't, I, listen, Maya ain't getting no shot. Amen. Amen. Okay. She get a, she going to get a shot when she get old enough. She get a shot of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Watch this, verse 3. Stay, stay with me on this. This is a great song. Throwing hosts. Host of what? A host of devils. Enemies. Shall encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. Amen. The war shall rise against me. You, y'all, y'all, y'all think about it. Now you get to stand on God's word, and you start standing on God's word, and watch the wars rise up against you. See, we, we see a lot of folks won't say nothing because they don't want no mess. I don't want no drama. I don't want no heat. I don't want no. I don't want. I don't want no war rise up against me. So we walking around like little passive, scaredy cat Christians, and we wonder why nobody won't have nothing to do with the church. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to have nothing to do with a compromised, cowardly church and its leadership. Well, Pastor, you know, if, if I'm preaching to Jeremy over there, Pastor, Pastor, you know, <laughs> calm down. We only got but a few members now. The war should rise up against me. Watch this. In this will I be confident. In what? In what, David? In what are you going to be confident in? Here's what. The Lord is the light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom should I be afraid? That's, you can have confidence Amen. in that. David can have confidence in that, and you can have confidence in that. Okay? Remember, remember the, the angel came to Mary? You know, the, Mary, the angel came to Mary. And the angel said unto her the same thing. Fear not, Mary. And we know from that day on, you, will, you won't find no scriptures with Mary fearing. I don't care. Y'all watch that Passion of the Christ stuff if you want to. That ain't the Mary of the Bible. Amen. Okay? That ain't the Mary of the Bible in the Passion of Christ. I know some of y'all, come on, Passion of Christ. That was a wonderful movie. Talk to me later. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God have not given us what? The spirit of fear. If you have it, you didn't get it from God. 
Pastor, how do you know? Because the word of God said it. <laughs> That's pretty simple. God have not given us the spirit of fear. You fearful. Why are you scared? I don't know what's going to happen. God didn't give you that. Amen. God didn't give you the spirit of fear. You know what he gave you? Power. And love. And a sound mind. Okay. But if your, if your mind isn't being saturated with the word of God, then your mind is going to be absent of the power of God. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I got I got a whole lot of verses on on fear not. That's, that's just you just punch in fear not, and they just pop up out off the pages. Amen. Fear not, fear not, fear not. We 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 living in fear. There, honestly, there's folks today that are scared to go to church. Amen. Scared. That's that's a tragic. It's, it, why don't you go to church? Well, you know, our pastor don't believe in wearing masks. Wear yours then. If you think they work. Amen. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Amen. You ain't coming because I ain't wearing a mask. You got some church, the man got a shield in front of him. He got a shield in front of him. Preaching behind a shield. Holy moly. We need not fear no matter what comes. No matter what comes. God did not give us the spirit of fear. Okay? We used to have a saying when, when we had one group that came in and they would, they would they'd come in and preach to the young boys at the prison. And, 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 and they, would start, they, they would start their, their service off. Be strong. It says, they say, be strong. For the Lord thy God is with me. Be bold. Be strong. For the Lord thy God is with me. And, and, and they were saying it. And they were singing it all the time. And I'm sitting here like, yeah. That's what it takes. Be bold. Be strong. For the Lord thy God is with me. How about that? How about that? Well, I'm moving. I lost my place. But the Lord... Is my refuge. Somebody said, how many, how many know what that really means today? Think about what we just talked about. The Lord is my refuge. It's where you go to get, it's where you go. It's where you go to get your power. Mm-hmm. It's where you go to get your peace. It's where you go to get your hope. It's where you go to really to hear the word of God that's able to do what? To change you. Amen. To change you. The word of God is. A beautiful place. No, verse number four. Look at verse number four of that text. It says there is a river. That's that's a, that's a, that's interesting. He says there is a river. Now this the whole psalm is about reassurance. God, this this person this person is is trying to reassure whoever's listening to him that I'm gonna be all right. There's nothing gonna nothing gonna change me. Nothing gonna give me fear. Watch what he sees. Watch what it says. There is a river. There's a river. Rivers in the, rivers in the, in the word of God are, are mag, 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 magnificent places. We don't have a river problem in America. Okay? Dean Jeremy just saying, Florida, Florida's overrun with water right now. I mean, it just stopped raining in Ohio. We don't have a water problem in America. Okay? But in Israel, water was, water was precious. I mean, they run out of water. It would be deserts, dust storms. We ain't, we, we ain't have no dust storms in Ohio. 
Okay, maybe uh, maybe August and, and, and maybe September, a little dusty, but we don't have that problem. But in, in, in Israel, the river meant the river meant life and hope and peace. Because when you had water, you had everything. Water was gold. Water was gold. It was precious. He said, there is a river. How about that? Verse number four. There is a river. The river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The river represents God. They know out of a, out of a river runs streams, and, and those streams just feed into the city. And, and when the city has water, they had everything they had. They had everything they needed because water filled it, made their crops grow. It gave them an ability to drink and, and live and, and, and live good. Verse 5, God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. You see how many times the psalmist is saying this, and she shall not be moved. She is another reference to the church. She is another reference to the church. The Bible calls the church what? The bride. The bride. And she shall not be moved. God is coming back from what kind of church? A bride, a church that is what? Without spot or wrinkles or blemish. Come back for a church. Okay? In, 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 a, in, a, in a church that is preparing itself for, for God. That bride, that bride, when a, when a bride is getting prepared for her wedding, that, 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 that's not something that, that takes just a couple minutes. I have never been to a wedding that really started on time. Have anybody? Anybody? No, not really. I mean, because the bride, the bride is getting ready. And I think some of it is purposely. Purposeful, you know, they're going to be up a little late just to, it just elevates the moment. Okay? Now, when the, when, the, when the bride stands at the door, the preacher says, what? All stand. Okay? And we turn and face the bride. Okay? Now, what if we turn and face the bride and the bride was just a hot mess? Okay? All that time, everybody's turning around, look and see the bride, and they're looking for this beautiful thing, this beautiful person, and, and all their white and everything, and you turn in. God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right Early. Now that's a that's a good verse there. I don't mean to take y'all's time to study. See, a lot of folks say, I don't like that kind of preaching because it's like teaching and, and I don't want to learn that I just want to feel good in church. I just want to be happy. No, no, no. Uh -oh. No, no. Listen. God is in the midst of her, in the midst of the church. Mm -hmm. How do we know God's in the midst of the church? Because the word of God is being preached. If the word of God ain't being preached, God ain't in the midst of it. I don't care how many people are there. You can have twenty thousand people, and if God is not in the midst, Okay? Let me tell you something. And using churches with 20,000 people, God is not in the midst. Okay? They're just going to do everything they can to get 20,000 people in that church. And most of the time, they don't want to hear about God. They don't want to feel good. You want to live your best life now. You know, we're going to preach on how you can be saved by eating, by not eating hot dogs. That see, see, nobody been saved by not hearing the word. The only person that's ever saved is because they heard the word of God preached. Okay, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Okay, 
God is in the midst of her. Verse number five. She shall not be moved. Because that word is going to hold you. Amen. That word is not going to let you be moved. See, if, 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 if the man of God who's filled with the word, is filled with the power of God, filled with the strength of God, the only way he can be moved, or the only way she can be moved, if God himself is moved. Amen. See? So if, if, if a man of God can be moved, that means his God can be moved. And if his God can be moved, then not the God. That's not the capital G God. Okay? Here we have a picture of peace and calm. The rivers represent peace and calm. Okay? And they speak of God dwelling on the world, the streams and the rivers. Remember he told a woman at the well, he said, you drink of this water. You drink of this water. You ain't going to need no more water. You ain't going to need no more water. Because this right here is going to be all you need. Okay? The river. The river. You got a river in you? Think about that. Do you have his protection? Do you know him as a protector? Do you know him as a, as a healer? Amen. I, I, listen, I listen to folks and, and, and I know they, they, they've experienced God's love. Look at look how look how Jesus himself in, in John 7. Watch how he describes these this water, this water and importance of it in a symbolic way. Okay? In John 7, 37, he said, he says, in, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Watch this. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Okay? Okay? Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. How about that? You know what that means? If you're a woman of God, you're a man of God, and you feel with the power of God, your, your life ought to be touching people. Your life ought to be touching people. Okay? I hear, I hear people say, eh, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get on social media or none of that kind of stuff. I, I, I like it. I like it. You know why? Because I can touch people all over the world. All over the world. Okay? And tell them about Jesus in ways they never heard about it before. They never heard that before. I never thought about that before. I get, I get all kind of little messages back. That's interesting. I hear people say, you know, you need to keep on talking like you're talking because we don't hear that. Then I get to download my sermons and send them sermons and different things like that. So I, I just use every, every, everything I can to reach people with the gospel. Amen. With the gospel. She should not be moved. His presence, she should not be moved. I'm just going to keep on going here with this. She should not be moved because nothing should move us. I hope I'm, I hope I'm just wearing it out. Somebody said, well, you're just wearing it out. I want to wear it out. She should not be moved. She should not be moved. She should not be moved. I don't want y'all moved. I don't want to come back and say, well, you know what? They moved. See, a lot of folks seem like they empty seats in here. Because they got moved. Okay? We have people leave this church. We have people leave this church and go join churches that wasn't even open. I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. We never shut down. We never shut down. Not one day we shut down through the whole COVID, all the way from the very beginning. But folks have told me, well, we're leaving your church that's never closed to go to a church that's closed. 
How do you leave a church that's open, go to a church that is not even open? Amen. I was sitting here like, okay. <laughs> we, 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 we left you leaving your church and joining a church that's not open. That's like not finding what you're looking for at Target and trying to go to Walmart who's closed. Yeah. You're just going to sit in the parking lot. Amen. That's crazy. That's crazy, huh? I'm not the only one crazy. I'm glad I got some crazies around me. Amen. Okay? Listen, she should not be moved because guess what? You know what? He is, he is near us at all times, oh, we're going to suffer. Amen. Here's a verse. Here's a verse. Now, having, I, 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 never, I never looked at it real hard because sometimes some verses, you know, you just hear. You get so used to hearing them, you don't really t- take the time to exegete them or just study them. But watch this verse. Y'all all familiar with it. But see if you can see something that just jumps out. Okay. He says, for his anger, Psalms 30 and 5, endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Okay? His, his, his anger endured just a moment. Just a moment. We've all been there. And, and his favor is life. That means favor is one. Grace. Grace is God's what? Unmerited favor. So, so we, may have, we may have a moment. We may have a moment of his anger. But as his children, as his men and women of God, his favor is life. He ain't going nowhere. I, you know, my dad used to get upset with some of the things I've done. But you know what? I've always been his son. Always been his son. Okay? His anger endured but a moment. But a moment. But a moment. People get all, listen, why you, listen, listen, if you his child, you his son, it's only, it's only a moment. Okay? What's your sister-in-law, what's your sister dealing with down there in Mississippi, losing her husband, losing her husband 40? It is, it's, it's, just a moment. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. Okay? His, his, his anger endures but a moment, and his favor is life. His favor is life. That means his grace is going to show back up. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh. It's going to be a continual joy for the child of God. Like I said, your sister got 49 years. 49 years. She was married to her childhood sweetheart. She got 49 years of memories of, 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 of a wonderful husband that she had. How about that? I've already told Cindy that. Told her that the other day I was talking to Cindy. I said, you know what? I, listen, I'm not going to be going crazy about it. If something happened to you. They come in. I get a call. You died. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to think about the 50 years we had together. Amen. Got 50 years. When I'm sitting around here, like you weren't going to die. Or like I wasn't going to die. Listen, we got to get up out of here. Got to go. Here's what Paul said. Here's what Paul said. Here's what Paul said. Here's a man that was shipwrecked, beaten, stoned, 40 lashes, 39 lashes, minus one or whatever. Here's what he had to say about it. For our light affliction. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, working for us a far more exceedingly and eternal way 
of glory. Listen, you're going to go through some stuff a little bit. Go through a little bit. Go through a little bit. Take a little bit. Take a little bit. Let me close. Let me close. Let me close with his promise. Let's look at verse 7. His promise. His promise. This is a promise to believers. Okay? I listened to a sermon yesterday. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I just listened to it. I, was, I told you, I'm, I'm, not listening, I'm not listening to Fox News no more. I seen Sean Hannity interviewing Caitlyn Jenner, and, and that just threw me off. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. You interviewing this dude who looked like a woman, sound like a man. I'm through. I'm like, Sydney's like, no, don't, I'm not going to sit and watch Amen. Hallmark classes with you because I'm not watching. Sydney's <laughs> like, damn, I'm glad they don't watch the news no more and I can watch Hallmark classes with me. <laughs> don't like them neither. So y'all be getting more phone calls and texts from me. So let's go talk to people. Then y'all, y'all, probably, y'all probably get on my nerves. <laughs> Watch this promise. The promise found in verse number seven. Promise being assurance, guarantee his word. His word. He said, the Lord of hosts is with us. Amen. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Think about that. He, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven is with us. What are you waiting for us? What we got to worry about? The Lord of hosts is with us. And know what he's going to do? He, when we die as his people, he's going to usher us into heaven. Don't matter how we die. It don't matter how we die. Okay? And see, 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 see I, I, I preached a sermon years ago. There's nothing wrong with dying. There's only one thing wrong with dying. Dying unsaved. Amen. Okay? Because you're getting up out of here. All of us in here got an appointment with God. We don't know it. Okay? Hmm. Let me, let, me, let me share this part. Cause us to be strong. The Lord of hosts is with us. Watch this. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Now I want to talk about this God of Jacob. How many of y'all remember Jacob? Jacob was what? What was he? A trickster. Jacob done some crazy stuff. Jacob was a trickster. Tricked his brother out of his birthright. He tricked his uncle out of all his cows and stuff. I mean... But God, but David puts him in this verse. Because some people are like, oh, no, ain't no way, Jacob. No, he's the God of Jacob. And if he's the God of Jacob, he's the God of Keith. He's the God of, of, of Christine. He's the God of Jacob. Jeremy, he's the a, he's a God. He's the God. And we have a right to understand that. And it, and it ought to be, it ought to be, it ought to be a, a, a a conversation we have about being strong. We know that the God of Jacob is our refuge. Last verse I'm going to give you. Joshua 1 9. I have a couple. But Joshua 1 9. Watch what it says. Now, God is talking to Joshua because he's giving Joshua a big task. He's taking over for he's t- picking up where Moses stopped. And he understood Joshua was young. 
Joshua was young and Joshua might have been a little intimidated by the whole thing. But God, God talks to Joshua like a man. He says this to Joshua, Joshua 1, 9. It's in my office. He said, have I not commanded thee? How about that? He said, have I not commanded thee? We are commanded to be strong. I don't care if you want to be weak. You want to be weak. You know, we are commanded to be strong. And being strong don't mean we don't, we don't cry, we don't mourn. I'm not sitting here talking about that. Y'all know, know me better than that. Okay? But he says to Joshua, he says to us. He says to Joshua, he says to us. What he says to Joshua, he says to be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. Look at what's going on in the world. It's easy to be dismayed. Amen. It's easy to be dismayed. It's easy to be confused about what's going on. Listen, listen. Be not dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Amen. Wheresoever thou goest. We can go everywhere. I mean, listen, I've seen it personally. I've seen God. I, I'm not talking this, this Pentecostal stuff. Where I've seen all this stuff. No, I've seen God work on my behalf. I've seen God give me strength when I didn't have it. I've seen, I've experienced that type of God in my life. Okay. So, with all that, have I not commanded you, be strong and be of good courage. Precious Lord, thank you. Amen. Thank you for the word of God. We live in crazy, crazy, crazy times. Crazy times. Folks don't even know what a woman is. Boy can be a girl. They're giving our young people puberty blockers. We live in a crazy time. Puberty blockers. Pills, chemicals designed to stop a young person from going into puberty. Designed so, well, they're going into puberty. We can block their puberty and give them time to real to figure out whether they want to be a boy or a girl. We live in crazy times, but God said, "I am the Lord, and I change none." And you can take all the pills you want, but I'm going to judge you as a man. Or as a woman, the Bible said we all going to stand before the Lord. Amen. We all going to stand before the Lord. Father, thank you for the word of God. Thank you for strength to continue to preach, Father God. I ask you to give me strength just enough to teach on Wednesday and come back here on Sunday. And we'll do this again, Father God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.